to impact the scholars with this. My scholarship can never exist. Ain't no. What's going on? Welcome to new episode of Four Side. This is where Arden talking to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This your boy Wills. Happy New Year's to you and yours. 2019 is officially here. We are recording this on Friday, January the 4th. I know that's a little bit different, but that is because our usual recording space, Koi, is busy on Saturday. So, of course, the whole crew. We are getting together on a Friday to record, and we have a great episode for you in store for episode 67. Of course, before we get into it, got to do my temperature check. How's everybody feeling in the room? Great. How's the first week of 2019 for you bums? <laughs> I wish I was recording this yesterday. I could have been like, man, it's only my third day out here. That's man music. I ain't watched the ball drop. I just waited till that shit hit 12. 
played Sickle Moon and Ye by Burner Boy, and my, my year started off right. Mm-hmm. Respect, respect. Exactly, so. Yeah, that was pretty chill. Nobody knew it was just a good job. Yeah. Well, yeah. what about you, man? Right, we need that play-by-play. Play. We need the that play-by-play. It was actually, like, compared to... <laughs> 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 you lied! <laughs> <laughs> oh. It was actually much better than last year. Yeah. And I spent less money, like, oh my god. But, um, yeah, man, we were just chilling. We actually didn't know what we were gonna do. We all just met up at uh, one of our boys' crib. People, uh, we brought our bottles there, we just chilling, drinking, waiting for the ball to drop. Um, shout out to Brandy, because he got too drunk before he even hit 11 o'clock. <laughs> 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 yeah, um, then after that, we just got drunk. The more people that came, we just kept saying, what are we doing? Where are we going? Like, we got to do something. So we came out here to the app. I'm like, y'all, hope they're not charging an arm and a leg. But uh, we went to Hudson. Okay. They only charged us like $10. And it wasn't bad. Um, yeah, we had fun in there. seen a few people. After that, I went back to the crib. We drank more, you know, smoking some marijuana. It was just a good time. We were just chilling, listening to the songs we wanted to hear. I think I think I told people to play that intro by me like three times. <laughs> That's what you've seen us. Yeah. Um, and um, Brandon's girl was recording yeah. like, on my snap, and I like went to her like before my part. I kind of tapped her like, keep recording, keep recording. Because <laughs> I had to get my part in. Man. Oh, but, um, other than that, yeah, it was a good night. It was fun. I told you, like, the next day, I just chilled, watched TV. I don't really watch TV, so I was watching TV, like, movies with commercials. It was kind of blowing my... It made me want to stop, but I'm like, nah, let me try it. <laughs> but, yeah, it was cool. That was it. That's what's up. That's what's up. Send, wait, hold on. Keep on. I sent down my text to... I don't know if I text you guys. <laughs> no, I texted the group chat. You know, I let the voice know. I was like, I know I'm being extra, so I prefaced it. And I was like, yo, be safe. Yep. I think I just said, be safe, have fun, love you guys, I later. Oh, he did it. I just sent out my text messages to like my mom and stuff. That was it. I think just to my mom. Okay, that's good. <laughs> yeah, I think this year for me, as I go into my night, which is pretty boring. I think I set an all-time low for, like, the amount of people I texted Happy New Year. Like, I did, because I think I usually have done, like, 20 to 30 people I've been in somewhat of constant contact with, yeah. which means, like, within a half an hour, it's like a whole bunch of Happy New Years and stuff. The one thing I didn't like was a couple people I did text, I forgot because iPhones want to be so extra. So when they texted me Happy New mm-hmm. Year, and I opened up the message, my phone started vibrating, and it's... Yeah. All that, I'm like, yeah, don't do that, don't do that. But uh, yeah, my night was really chill. Like I don't really do much when this really is. Like I go see the ball drop here in downtown, like Plains, and then I usually go for like a nice little walk just to see the vibes, to see smiling faces. But it was raining, so I said, yo, f that. Yeah, and what was trash was <laughs> what was trash. It was a. Uh, at the work at the in the area in, in downtown, like Plains, by Main Street, where the ball dropped. I don't think people were allowed to bring their umbrellas in. What? Because I went, because here's what happened. I walked, right? I had my umbrella. Shout out to my dad for leaving a nice umbrella at home by accident. So I took that up. So I go, and I see the fact that there's people there trying to get in. And, all right, cool. All right. So 
I go to the freaking, to like this, one of the like four entrances that we have to check in. I go and I see that there's other people from me trying to get with the umbrellas and they start walking away. And I see a big like garbage pail with umbrellas that people kept. Oh, no. I'm like, fuck no, man. I'm like, well, hell no. I'm like, I know you're not about to tell me that I have to leave my umbrella with y'all in order to get in. So I wasn't gonna do it. So I literally stood outside, <laughs> outside the fence, <laughs> like, like, just watching. <laughs> Start the new year all with, with, with a couple big mac and cheese sandwiches. Yeah. You know what I mean? With salt and pepper. Mm-hmm. You know, shout out to Pop, you know, for, for holding me down. You know, uh, you know what I mean? For just cooking it. You know what it is? I think they cooked it with love. You know, they start the new year. No, they always cook it with love, but like they really cooked it with love for the first meal of the year. So I was like, damn, this is wavy. Shout out to Star Diner for helping me bring it in just right. <laughs> I saw the ball drop. And uh, before we move on, once again, this is episode 67 of the Foresight. First episode of the new year. You got myself, Arden, on with Wills across from me, Taylor and AK to the right of me. Follow us on Instagram. Our Instagram is starting to, is starting to grow in a nice fashion over these last couple weeks, man. I'm starting to see that, which is nice. Listen to us on SoundCloud and iTunes. We're working on the Spotify links and all that good jazz. And I also want to give a huge, huge shout out to It's The Real, Eric and Jeff. They gave us here at Foresight a huge shout out on their podcast earlier this week. And that was incredible because those guys, they're great folks in hip hop media. They've interviewed everybody that's anybody. So for them to shout out our podcast and to not strike that we all working on something together, which was really, really dope. So thank you to Mr. Real. Thank you guys for the support. Now let's go ahead and get into the show. Um, I realized that sicko mode now has a new meaning because R. Kelly is the true meaning of sicko mode. Um, straight like that. We're going to get into it. Take that. Take that. So, so last night, again... On Thursday night, let me be a little more specific. Last night, Twitter came together to watch a new episode of the Lifetime doc series, Surviving R. Kelly, where pretty much it is a multi-part series that's going to air over, what is it, AK, three or four nights? I think it's like six six episodes, right? I think it's six at Mm -hmm. most, maybe four. But uh, it's pretty much where it details R. Kelly's life, but more so his involvement with women that were underage because as we all know for the last 20 years or so of R. Kelly's life he's been alleged to have uh, you know to have what's the word I forgot the word relations 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 with underage women most notably the late great Aaliyah with plenty of others and I'm just gonna get into it man I watched the first two episodes this morning and I was just sick to my stomach, yo. Like, I I wasn't necessarily surprised, but I think the details that I heard from these from these women who were recounting recounting uh, details from 
their relations with them when they were even 13, 14, 15, 16, or 17 years old, it was... Like, it was literally was no yeah, no ATMs. It was just ridiculous. And I believe each and every single one of them, man, I do. I mean, for the most part, if any person comes to you, especially a woman tells you that they've been, you know, uh, in those situations, you have to believe them. Because I think the percentage is 97% of them are telling the truth. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> it's not like it's 70. It's not like it's 60. It's 97% of women when they're telling you that they've been abused, raped, whatever. Yo, they're not lying. They're, that, that's too serious of a thing to say. But, um, but yeah, it was just so wild because it's like, this dude not only went out of his way to basically form a system of how to handle these chicks and to bounce to the next one, but the music, the music was inspired by these dealings. So like, the songs that we have sang, especially among black people, <laughs> for the last basically 30 years. Graduations. Graduations, funerals, parties, weddings, have all been pretty much inspired by a dealing with a minor. You know what I mean? Age ain't nothing but a number was really about minors. Uh, what's the other thing you said with Michael Jackson? You are not alone. No, no, no. It's about dealing, it's about R. Kelly writing about a minor that he impregnated that soon had a miscarriage. Yo, disgusting. That Michael Jackson had the same. Hey, you know what? I'm going to that earlier. <laughs> so I just want to point it out. Nigga said Michael Jackson definitely put on the red shirt for that nigga. <laughs> so, <laughs> Michael. Something about to happen to him. <laughs> exactly. R. Kelly has to turn into Robbie real quick. <laughs> Mike Jack put that red shirt on. It's lit. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. Big B, Mike. <laughs> Big B with King Slime MJ. Thanks. But uh, B, yeah, before I pass this on, I actually want to pass this to, to Taylor, you know, because if there's anything about Taylor that's been good about Taylor from when she's been on the show, and especially now as a permanent uh, fixture of the show, is the fact that when we do talk about relationships, and have the female aspect of things needed to be addressed, Taylor usually comes through in the clutch. So, Taylor, when you think about just these dealings with R. Kelly and then these women coming out and being survivors indeed, along with some folks, unfortunately, still having a lack of understanding when it regards to sexual abuse and these kind of encounters, what do you have to say about that? I mean, I really think it comes down to uh, what I was saying like manipulation, because R. Kelly really seems like he knows how to make these girls, not even women, girls like feel you know wanted, appreciated, and the whole facade of him being older and things, and it's just kind of sad because it's disgusting. Yeah, like it's like you're really like you know breaking down barriers with with like you know him and the girl, but it's not in a healthy way, and it's like. Mm -hmm. What are you? What is, what is your real intentions or your real motives behind it? And then to just have the songs and like be the inspiration. No, the things happen for the inspiration for the songs. It's like you kind of have to be really sick minded to do something like that. So. I mean, he. I mean, I know he was like abused like as a child. Yeah, he was molested. He was yeah. molested. So it's like a cycle. So yeah. yeah so I, under, I don't understand, <laughs> but. I guess people say like when you're molested, you have a high chance. Yes, yeah, a high chance you're gonna become mm -hmm. a molester. Hurt people, hurt people. But, um, you ain't lying about that, brother. Hurt people, hurt people. That's true. Yes. Bro. 
That was like really disgusting. Yeah. Nice. Like what? Bro, he is not And then there's other parts too before I pass the state Other parts of the two episodes that was just like wow, like freaking he kept coming back to his old high school. They hang out around the high school. Yeah. So yeah, and he pulled like, And then he pulled up to the McDonald's. Like, yeah. yeah. And you know what's all crazy about that? I remember that, because I follow like a couple like artists from Chicago. A lot of times, maybe like before the whole shit came out, maybe like a few years ago, they always used to talk about how that nigga R. Kelly used to be pulling up to these spots. Yeah. And just chilling there. Make sense, like, like, man, niggas knew this shit. Man, niggas seen Especially like if you lived in Chicago at the time, man, niggas knew this shit. Man, niggas seen this shit. And we're talking about like, obviously they kids, so they probably really can't really do much about it. You feel me? Yeah. But they're seeing it, they're witnessing it. And like, something they, they like said, it. like, I seen, like, even before this came out, they used to be like R. Kelly, like, Love McDonald's and he used to always pull up to McDonald's mm-hmm. and have concerts. Like one time after one of his shows, he pulled up to McDonald's and had a concert in a drive-through. Like that is like he's crazy. But like, then there's another crazy story. Fat, I gotta find it. I hope I can find it. Send it to you guys. It has nothing to do with this, but it's kind of funny. Fat <laughs> Joe said that one time he went to a spot in uh, Chicago and it was like a, a fighting spot. Like you fight for money. Like yeah. so you like real fighting. R. Kelly was down there fighting niggas for money. And he won. R. Kelly was down there sick nigga. He was down there sick nigga. He was down there sick nigga. Yo. Yo, I gotta find this. Why is that funny? I tell you, I think it was dope. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, just to bring it back, it's that part. And, and, and AK and I actually talked about this before the show when we was walking here. I think the nastiest part of it all, and this is where, you know, we're somewhat serious now, but I really want to get more serious about it, is the amount of adults that saw what was about to play out that didn't say nothing. Yeah. Like, I, I spoke with AK about the fact that I think one of R. Kelly's first producers was saying things such as, like, I was hearing how Robert will drive down the Campbell Academy to hang out with these girls and pick them up. And I was wondering, like, what was he, what would he be doing doing that? Like, he's much older, it's been years. And then it always ends with him going, that, hey, yeah. I, just, I just left it alone. Like, what? Yeah. What? They said they used to play pranks, like, on each other on the tour bus. And uh, this is around the time when Aaliyah was. Aaliyah, around. yeah. They didn't really know at this point like what him and Aaliyah had going on. They just thought like Aaliyah was just cool with him and like they were just cool. So um, they went to go play a prank on him and they said they opened the door and R. Kelly was having sex with Aaliyah. Like mm-hmm. and they just like closed the door. Like, I'm like, what's going Yeah, it was just nasty, and then also his his personal assistant, and I and I and I really mean this, yo, son. If if R. Kelly, if there's ever a day for R. Kelly to be brought to justice, like the assistant Demetrius Smith, thing is his name, (laughs) Demetrius. You need to go to jail too, because this man 
literally saw everything, was told everything, and you just like did nothing. Kells went up to you and told you like, yo, Aaliyah's in trouble because I think I got her pregnant. And you didn't do nothing other than, okay, when Kells went to marry her, you forged Aaliyah's age to 18. Disgusting. Nasty. Like, nobody thought, yo, let's call her family or some with him like it it was just too overwhelming to watch because just it was just like damn like is this how we really moving like y'all not seeing this you a part of the crew that's picking up the chicks from high school you're part of the crew that's going to freaking uh to the mall to get chicks like like you know what he's doing like bro they said that like the girls like people got to the point where they just knew it was r kelly posted in front of like mcdonald's or the high school it was it was really it was really nasty to watch, man. Just because it's it also just provided us with a well, just a more harsh reality that is just like especially just again in the African American community, man. There's so much that we have to work on. Like last year, it was a big focus on mental health in regard to the fact that like yo. Black men, you're not soft, you're not a quote-unquote pussy for expressing yourself and being open and crying, mm-hmm. you know, believing more black women in their struggles. I think the Malcolm X said it best, there isn't a more disrespected person than a black woman in America, and there isn't a person that doesn't care for as less as a black woman in, in, in America. It's and it's like, this documentary really is highlighting that. Because again, it's like all of y'all seen this, yo. Like all of y'all heard of this, yet not one stepped up to the place to help out. And now you got, now we got shorties out here living with 20 years worth of psychological damage. Like, yeah. do you not know what that does to the community? One of the girls said uh, she was like 17, and she was Hispanic. Um, yep. And he like she wanted to be a singer. Yeah, Lizzie. And he met her like at the mall. Uh, and um, what happened? She, oh, he gave her like mono or something. Yep. Mm. The mono he gave her was like she was hospitalized. She bad. And she like then her body was paralyzed. Like she couldn't move nothing in her body for two weeks. And she was like, I was in ICU for two weeks. She said this nigga sent a check to her mom for a thousand dollars. And like she never heard. You know how much he paid Aaliyah to not say nothing? How much? Oh, it was like a hundred dollars. A hundred dollars. You know what I'm saying? Son, advance Aaliyah a hundred buckaroos to not say nothing. Bro, he met this. It was just very nasty. But I want to like before we move on, take the comments to a bigger point because there was other parts of the comment that was mentioned a lot, like on the timeline, because it was also about what. Black males go through mm-hmm. who have just far too young sexual experiences. So like Wayne was brought up on the timeline a Usher. lot. Usher with the whole Diddy thing was brought up a lot. And let me say this too. Again, uh, one of my favorite quotes in life is honesty is key. Of course, as a guy, I used to think, for example, right when you hear those teacher have sex with the student stories. I used to think a while ago, like, oh man, yo, that's stupid, dumb as hell. Yeah, yeah, you like, man, you dumb as hell. Like, you know what I would do if I could have got the cheeks at 15 <laughs> off my, my history teacher? Like, that's good thing. But, oh, 
Or we used to be like, yo, that kid is stupid. Like, why would he ruin a good thing? Yeah, that's but, thing. But, <laughs> but when you really look at it now, it's kind of like, yo, you see what it, you see what it does do. Because that's effed up too. Because your boy Wayne is a prime example. Like, I lost my virginity already. And it's funny too, but that's different between you losing it and and then being forced to lose it. Yeah, like you wasn't molested when I was at 14, 15 (laughs) at that time. But but the way Wayne had Wayne, Wayne was Wayne, the way Wayne even explained it, he was like, I loved it. Like, Wayne was molested. Wayne, I'm being Wayne too. You was molested, dog. You was molested. And you almost had a little twist molested, talking about. I want to do you like baby and be me. Like for real, like I'm sorry, Taylor, but that's what the video was at. No, I know, I saw <laughs> it. Except for that one little day. When I like when I like, like, ask guys like, oh, like what's your best with your virginity? A lot of them say like young ages, like 14, 15. I love the oldest age out of everybody. And it's always like an older woman too. Yeah. It's never like a woman. Because it is for guys, it starts as a fantasy. But the thing is, that fantasy ain't really as smooth as it is. Because a lot of times, older chicks, <laughs> older chicks, like for real, could be very. They can be predators too. Yeah. And they can be very controlling and 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 demanding of a young kid. Like you made you just think like yo, like the way I see it, girls can probably get any dick they want, honestly. Like if, without even trying, right? Yeah. So what the fuck are you doing going to a little ass nigga? Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Like, that's what you're doing. I think they want to be in control. Like, yeah. Like, there's some, I don't know, talking, but there's some lady or whatever that I know or whatever, and she, like, had, like, a crush on me, like, since, I don't know, I was, like, 18 or whatever, and she's just, like, she's damn, pushing, like, she just, like, she's, like, 40 now. So you, you dealing with a predator. But like she's just like into like young dudes because I seen like the dude she messed with or whatever before and they were like young. So I'm like, oh this lady got like a problem. Mm-hmm. And then I know like I had I had dealt with like somebody in her family, like one of her nieces, and she was telling me she's like, Yeah, and I'm my aunt, she's like, uh, she like loves young boys, blah blah and in my mind. Like, the niece didn't know, but I was in my mind. That's why she always be like, hit me up, and when she sees me, it's always like mad, flirty, and shit like that. Hey, so, he's like, he's like, he loves a young boy, and shit like that. So, there's people out there that just have like problems, like serious problems. But R. Kelly, that nigga's a monster. Yo, and there's another thing that just like, I'm gonna pop up on the TL, and I remember like the Tim and they talking about how I was like, yeah, I was in love with Aaliyah, but you know. She was so young, I couldn't do anything about it. So I just, I just, I just played the big brother role. Who said that? Timberland. Timberland. Yes. Yeah. So in my mind, like, you know, okay, you know, really, uh, okay, she's young. That's pretty weird. At the same time, it's pretty weird. But it is. But at the same time, you like, I know better than to cross that yeah. line. So yeah. I'ma chill. I'm gonna be your older brother. I'm gonna like watch out for you. You know what I mean? The wisely take. He's the only one around that's able to do be like, okay, yeah, I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna pursue you in that way. But yeah. Nigga should have just waited to shit eighteen. Like if that was the case. That's still nasty too. Like yeah, that's kind of creepy. Yes, yeah, right. Right. Yeah, right. Right. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> in the cut every birthday party. Yeah. 
That's why, that's why, remember, it was only a few years ago, or it felt like a few years ago, that was the point with, uh, that was the thing with Kylie Jenner. And Tiger. And Tiger. Like, that whole wait until she's 18, it's like, yo, you freaking, like, you you and the Raptors, like, sting just waiting to drop back. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, I mean, my, um, my ex, or whatever, when I was dealing with her, I was, like, 21, she was 17, but I didn't have sex with her until she was 18. That's because I was just scared. <laughs> <laughs> but I also feel, but I also feel like even that sounds and appears to be way more better than you just like being like R. Kelly ish or Tiger ish with them. But I also want to say too, this is the last thing I want to say so before you move on and talk about Meek and why. Okay, we're... yeah, and then I'm okay. I oh. want to also say I'm disgusted that the joint is six parts because I thought it was three because I watched both parts because it was over here. <laughs> So I watch it, then I'm like, okay, they didn't talk about the girl getting pissed on. So then I realized that's going to go to be the next part. So then I realized, they're like, oh, yeah, it's six hours. They're like, it's six parts. I'm like, damn, how much did he do? Mm-hmm. He's a Yeah. Hold on, before we just go to the meat shit, I just want to say, fuck Ebro. Because clearly that day wasn't genuine. Facts. Talking about, oh, we don't condone such or such appear. Meanwhile, this nigga defending R. Kelly. Fuck Jordan Lucas. It's clearly yeah. that nigga's dickhead. I don't just what fucking you nigga was like, um he he basically put up to you basically saying, yo, R. Kelly, see all these niggas trying to do you right now. Just keep your head up, please don't harm yourself. Just ignore these niggas, just gonna pass soon. That's me just paraphrasing. Oh, that's oh yeah, and before we get into that, there goes to show me that that's the what boom gots. That's what Tori oh, to me. The boom yeah. gots <laughs> ten years ago. Tori body to Aaron McGood is a prophet. Talk about uh, about Meek and what Meek did 
on IG that had the timeline talking and getting in their relationship bag. So that's what I'm gonna start doing with that now. Yeah, nineteen hiding faces. Yeah, that's right, hiding faces. <laughs> take a shorty, um, take a group of my shorty. You ain't gotta know how she look like. Yep. Hey, just put a little smiley face on there. You know, put a little heart on her face. Besides that, remember, hey, my man told y'all, Scorpion, you can take this. I wasn't hiding my girl from the world. I was hiding the world from my girl. You can do that. Meek had a joint that he posted in Miami on the ski boat. And uh, he covered her face with an emoji. And I say that because it sparked a big convo on the timeline and in the comments about, yo, like, if you're not going to show what people are... If you're not going to show your shorty off or your man off or whatever, it's like, why post them? Um, it's very clear, ladies and gentlemen. It's called privacy. Yeah. It's called none of your business. Uh, it's called if I'm posting a fire joint that is mine. Exactly. Um, I know you cats out there are gonna be thirsty as hell to want to follow and want to get in. I can tell she's fire too, but she was thick as hell. Yeah. And, and 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 even if I trust my <laughs> and even if I trust my shorty, my woe. I, we're not we not gonna get into those positions in the first place. You know what I mean? And that's why I've always said too, like, my next relationship, and it's something I worked on my last one, I I, I just prefer a private relationship. I, I, I prefer a shorty that doesn't put much validation on social media applause and people needing to know. It's a comment I actually said before I passed the wills. A few episodes ago, I said there's a difference between people needing to know that we're in a relationship and people knowing what we're doing. People could know all day and every day that I'm in a relationship. I'm, I'll be proud of being one, but they don't need to know every day. Yeah. And dudes don't need to know how they can try to get about following you and hitting you up. Nah, beloved, we're not going to do that. You think it's be dirty, man. For real. A lot of the best songs in these worlds be dirty, making songs, man. Yeah, nah, that's a bad fact. That's a fact. I'm not mad at me. I'm really not. Nah, that's the way. I'm gonna take the truth. That's a girl. I'm gonna just block that picture. But you know what's so funny though? It was funny that. But I heard, because um, like I said before, sure. I'm not too sure what I told y'all. Mm-hmm. He said it's too short. It was two different girls in the pictures, and it was two pictures. Um, that's because Tay, he's like a super like me, mm-hmm. male fan. And I our, seen our official dream chasers representative. Yeah, and I seen this guy in the shade room comments when I seen it on the shade room. And he writes, that's two different girls. Y'all stay woke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay. So I guess it's two different girls. But then I looked, I think it was, because I looked at like the like bathing suits because she was thick. Yeah. And it was like two different colors or whatever. But um Oh man, you gotta stay private over here, bro. That's the best way. Like, people are just too nosy. Like, like I was like, a, like nobody knew I had a kid. That's facts. Yeah. A lot of people hit me up. You had a great rollout. Will's had a great rollout. Will's had a great like Will's. I remember Will's. <laughs> Thanks, Pusha, for inspiring my man to drop that. Right, I think I love Scorpio so much. <laughs> but now, for real, like, I remember Wills telling me, like, during his initial moments of discovery, like, that's how deep we go back and to it, with that. And it wasn't even like I was, like, really trying to hide it. It kind of, like, it was, 
it just popped yeah, up. I mean, it just and popped. like, it's like, like happened, and I'm like, oh, what? Willis had a heart to heart. He was like, yo, bro, like, I had to tell you something like really serious, and he told me. But yeah, man, his rollout. If you follow yo son, and the crazy thing about it is like, a lot of my closest friends didn't know, like until my birthday. Like that's how I rolled it out for them, and it still was a secret until like now. Like, my birthday was in April. My daughter was born in January. I think only I told uh, Johnny out there. I think Johnny. I told Johnny and uh, my friend Bucks, maybe like two other niggas or whatever. Including um, me. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, and that was it. I only told like five people. Like Brantley, he's like one of my best friends. He didn't know until my birthday. Like this kid DJ, he's my best friend. He didn't know until my birthday. So what? I, I didn't tell nobody. And then like now, I just like started posting her, and everybody's like, "Oh, I just thought that was like another niece. Like I thought your brother had another kid." I'm like, "Nah, that's my daughter." <laughs> you know, Wilson's not with the rock rock. He's a dog dog. But <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just feel like. Privacy is key. Like, it's not a big deal. I just think, again, with women... Because, you know what? It also makes women hypocritical before I pass this to Taylor to try to elaborate on her side and their hypocritical ways. Why? Here's why. Yeah, yeah because here's why, right? I'm going to speak on it. So, they get mad at me or uh, any of us for doing this, right? But, sh- like, the cover up the face or not really posting. But yet, shorties all day, every day... Are the masters of the cover up? They'll post, they'll post the hair. Wait, hold up. They'll post the haircut. They'll post the holding hands. No, the signature, the signature driver's seat or selfie, where you might see just like like this part of the hoodie. Oh, they see they take a picture of the steering wheel. So you know, anytime you see a chick in the car, like she's getting driven by it too. And I've been in that predicament where I've got a picture taken with my hand. Yeah, hand on the thigh selfies. So it's like y'all do all of that, but yeah, I'm trying to protect so what me and you guys. I didn't really do it. He flexed like my son on the jet ski. Shorty, what shorties don't be flexing? You yo, shorty right with like one of the girls like holding holding her hand. Yeah, trash. Or you <laughs> take a picture because man's whipping the Audi, you taking a, you know what I mean? Or the signature selfie video, like, yo. No, I'm just going my son, my son. Oh, when they do unveil, it's dudes usually driving, so like, yeah. Yeah. And she's like, I'm with him, this is me. <laughs> yeah, that's slick, man. I'm learning the game. And then I, I think they be doing that because they playing it safe because they like, I don't know what other bitches is fucking with. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. they all got haters, right? Y'all all got haters, right? That is true. Y'all all got haters. Right? 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 If y'all on the talking stage, you liking the nigga a lot, you like, I want to post him, but then again, like, I don't know other bitches he's entertaining. I'm going to post a piece of him. I'm going to post a piece of him, and that's it. My ex was on that bull. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Before in the past, I used to be like, oh, you know, like, why can't he put me up on his Instagram? Like, let me know. Like, let people know who I am. But now I'm more so like, it's not that serious because guys be posting girls and still be talking to other bitches. Like, or that'll be his girlfriend, but still talking to other girls. So. Now I'm like I like I'm on the privacy way too. Like not everybody has to be my business. You, you also don't need like, to project your embarrassment. Like that's the one thing I can't get about Twitter. Like t- like dudes on Twitter are the worst 
Because dudes on Twitter really be posting the fact that, like, yo, your shorty got a train ran on her and you tweeting about it. <laughs> like, why? Like, your shorty cheated on you. You know all the details, and now you sharing this with us. Yeah, I ain't on front, so bro. I'm not entertained by this. I feel for you. No, as soon as you tell somebody some tragedy, bro, niggas like putting their worst clothes on Twitter so they get sympathy. I've seen a story recently on um, somebody we all know. Literally all of us know. <laughs> like, personally? <laughs> nah. Just now? Oh, God. It was on the show. Oh, no, bro. I've seen a story on Twitter. Oh, God. Like a thread. This is not a person. Well, we don't talk about this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't need to know. I need to know. Oh, we don't talk about it. I need to know. I'm going to tell y'all. I forgot. I'm going to see the film. I'm going to see the Don't worry, folks. I'm here. I'm just about to talk about my phone. There was somebody that was on our show recently. And Brantley had sent it to like me and John in the chat. Because I guess John knows the dude, too. And he was like, yo, John, you follow this dude, right? And John was like, yeah, he was like, oh, uh, look at what this chick is saying about him on Twitter. She had a whole, like, little thread. Oh, no. She got, he got the thread treatment? Yeah, I was like, damn. When shorty, when everybody hits you with the thread treatment, it's over. No, I don't know. It still has potential to go viral. You know, it should be going viral like a month later. So. That's what I'm saying. Like, when like guys like ask girls like, what do you picture? Like nowadays, like you can't do that because God forbid, yeah, like, you, that person, that that guy and type of person to like put the girl out there. I hate niggas. That's what I'm saying. That's funny. I hate niggas that like yo forever. Like I've been saying this since I was probably like 17. I always hated niggas that expose girls like when they send you a picture or even like show. Like, All right, I'm going Like I never did that, especially like with my girl. Like we in a talking stage, and I know like, oh, you're gonna be my girl. I'm about to sit here because I've been with niggas. Like yo, look at. I'm like yo, bro, ain't you like serious? I'm like yo, sometimes like, I don't want to see that, bro. Yeah. Honestly, like, that's why. Show, I can't, yeah, maybe I want that, and then I'm like, bro. I don't that's why I can never get into. But I never like. I always like hated that. Yeah, like, I used to pictures for my personal use. Yeah. That's why I can never get into recording my own sexual escapades. I can never get into that. Like, I watch. I can watch that with your porn all day. You know? Yeah. It's the hottest thing on the market. I tried but to because you told me it was cool. I still can't get into it, bro. You trash this now. Latina BBC. Like, we recording ourselves yeah, and yeah. posting it. Like, you gotta watch her have it vertical and not. <laughs> <laughs> I seen one, it was cool. I was like, alright. Don't watch the clips that are more than two minutes. It's supposed to be, because they probably recording on Snapchat or whatever. Oh, some shit. <laughs> some shit. <laughs> the, one I, the one I found was like a minute and 10 seconds. See, that's perfect length. That's good. That's, you see the mix of everything there. So, hey, shout out to all y'all doing that for our amusement. <laughs> our amusement, your pain. But I think the biggest thing, the biggest lesson, once again, is I think it's perfectly fine for anybody wanting to be private because both sides can be thirsty. Like, I just think it's hypocritical once again because women are the masters of it. Like, Oh, yeah. 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 Oh,
saw it. the hands and yeah. the first shit. Oh, saw like the bicep, you know what I mean? Yeah, you know why? It's like, my son J.R. Smith is the go to that when he did it with Terry. I don't know if y'all remember that. Yeah, no, 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 I'm trying to think. But he was messing with Terry one time when he was playing on the Knicks.
Allegedly, allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. I'm not too. I'm not too. My kids pop with a jab, and then they start tussling on the ground, <laughs> and then they got pulled off for each other when they continue cursing and talking uh, trash to each other. But long story short. I got Mike one in the night. I got Mike one in the night. Oh, nah. Mike the red shirt be wild, man. Look, red shirt or not. No, he had it on. Mike, to me, I think Mike was a monster for real, for real. I think the soft voice, you know. Yeah, I thought it was fake. I just like it all along. Yeah, because remember at the end of the day, my son is really dark skinned. Yes. Oh, Savage, like. Yeah, I heard that wasn't even like his real voice. Yeah, I heard Mike had a deep voice. I yeah. just heard Mike. I heard he talk like me. Yeah, I can hear. I can see that. I never heard Mike had a deep voice. That is that. No, yeah, people say that like he yeah. literally talk like that. This is all. So, so you just think that for him is bad. No, I'm. That's I speak with you like this to understand where I'm coming from, but you gotta understand. <laughs> I'm a real. <laughs> <laughs>
Streets about to come back to life. Looking like 6 9 about to get that bell, baby. Yes. Oh. About to get that bell. It's tricked. Nah, I need my man's back, for real. Streets need been on the grand. They yeah. missed him on the grand. For real. Yeah, we was on and it's crazy too, like when he went in, like, niggas still was rivaling. They were not being went in with the, uh, oh, stupid. Yeah. I'm not gonna let you get the chance. Like, yeah. I think it was still viral. Like, he, man, I must have shared as I talk about 6 9 I can't lie. Nigga was funny. Yeah. And then yeah. nigga was yeah. like, Flex even, yeah, Flex posted the, uh, the old Bell shit, and he was like, y'all can say what y'all want, but the grand made the same without him. Yeah, it's, it's not. It's not. It's, it's not. like every week I'm running into, well, not running into somebody, but like people I be with, like somebody just randomly goes, man, I missed 6 9 on Instagram. And that nigga was funny. <laughs> and for real, and on a more serious note as well, bro, like regardless of what you think about 6 9s music, 6 9 was helping me up hip hop out. Yeah. In terms of just pushing it to pushing bigger it levels, level. just because we need that representation. That's another topic. And he was repping New York, like, yep. like a lot. Like a boogie is big, but a boogie. I mean, everybody knows where he's from, but he don't like rap it. Like six nine always. Nigga, I'm from New York. Nigga, I'm from Brooklyn. Nigga, nigga, you can't come to New York like shit like that. Like, yeah. you know and for I mean? real, like we'll we'll talk about this on another day. But it's like New York hip hop, for as much as it's having a reemergence. It, it sucks when we keep losing the cats who at the moment are like our biggest one hit wonders, our biggest hit makers, go to jail. Like we went through that with Bobby and GS, GS9. We freaking going through that now with, with, with Takashi. It's trash. Regardless of what you think of the music, because like it's helping us out more. Like these cats are bringing an additional spotlight that's probably the biggest in the city. Like it's like we need that. Like we need that in order for everybody else to keep going and to keep building. Nah, that's fast. I think mean, another thing too is that um, like, like I, I noticed that a lot of the hip hop acts that we do have from New York, like I feel like, it's like beginning with um, like that new school type of acts. Yeah. It's like beginning with ASAP Mob, like for era kind of. ASAP Mob did it from New York, but she couldn't really, did not really get a New York feeling simply yeah. because she, they had a little, you know, trap, not a trap, mm-hmm. my bad. Uh, what's wrong with for? Type of screw sound, like yeah. it sound a little bit right. Then you got um for era cats, you know, and shout out to them, like still I suppose with the heavy, but they were more like golden era nineties, East Coast yeah. type shit. But Bobby, that's like the real first like, yeah, this is how the youth sound like, this is how yeah. Yeah. and why we sound like same shit with six nine, but then when you losing these niggas, and then, like you really got the old niggas, like you know, the ASAP miles, they ain't really like repping like and why yeah. they really should be. And then you got like niggas like, you know, the poor era cats not really dropping as much or Maybe not making us better music than yeah. these new niggas are. It's like, damn. So yeah, we're, we're gonna we're gonna save this some new for another right. day because we right. we gotta have a deep uh, a, a deeper dive into this. Oh snap! Somebody getting pulled over? Oh well, not none of my business. It's none of my business. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that's all we have for today. Uh, great episode, everybody. Yeah. Episode sixty-seven of Foresight. Once again, make sure you listen to us on iTunes. Pause, not iTunes, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud. We're working on the other links. Um, follow us on Instagram at ForesidePod. Once again, huge shout out to uh, It's the Real for giving us that huge shout out. Well, and uh, shout out real quick. Yes. Yeah, let me make a huge shout out to uh, Get Hit. Yeah. That's the gym she Right. Foresight reps up. Yeah, let me, make a, <laughs> let me make a huge shout out to my boy Roz, um, the girl Tunisia. Um, a few weeks ago, they had me out to Get Hit. That's like a little, you know, hip hop, trivia mm-hmm. show. 
going to come in, like, you want to speak up a little bit, your little piece and like what you think going on in the hip hop community at the time. So I just want to give them a huge shout out. Thank you for having me on. It was yeah. a dope experience. That's right. And I think the new episode is dropping this Saturday. So uh, yes. go check that shit out. Guess what? I posted on the page. No, I, 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 I try my best. <laughs> but I try my best to do my representation as a, as a New York uh, hip hop episode. episode. <laughs> I can't lie, um, some of the questions did trip me up. I'm ashamed of myself. I will do better next time. You feel me? But, but you yeah. learn from me. But <laughs> you learn how to speak better than me. <laughs> but you know, I'm, I was glad to be a part of it. So huge shout out to get hit. Word. And let me also say this too. This is going to come as a surprise to Taylor. But next month around Valentine's Day, we're going to have Taylor, aka Primetime T, put on a special episode for us, man. Oh. You know, have a nice little R and B set or whatever where Taylor's gonna do lay down the do's or don'ts. The do's and don'ts. Valentine's Day. And yep, you guys already know, man, even in the new year, things don't change. Still gotta get after it like a bone in a chicken wing. Free the boys up top, free the boys down low. Free the boys up top. Free the boys up top, free the boys down low. You already know how we rockin', man. And that's on folk. I, 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 I'll talk to you guys next time. <laughs> like a bone in a chicken wing.